my name is Hadi. And I'm Irfan. And this is the Rambling Insanity Podcast. Where we make sense of the world so, so you, you don't, don't have, have to. to. Today's episode is titled Expectations. So now everyone has a different interpretation for expectations. So firstly, I want to ask you, Hadi, what do you think, in your perspective, does expectations mean? Well, expectation means uh, can me- can mean a couple of different things, really, because like it really depends on how you're brought up. Because expectations is a product of the environment you grew up in. Because being from like more, say a more a more successful family, quote unquote successful, they 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 have more they put more pressure on you to succeed, be like them. So that's like a different kind of expectation or. Maybe you're like not doing too well in class, and then other people expect you to do bad. So that's like different types of expectations that you set upon yourself. They're mostly subconscious, but uh, it's also very like you're also very aware of them. I agree with that. Um, I have a lot of the same beliefs when it comes to the interpretation of what expectations is, but I clearly see it as two things. So, sorry, three things. Firstly, it's internal as in your family and what they expect of you to achieve. Secondly is the general public and what they think of you. And, you know, the expectations that some people have towards you. May it be important or not, but those expectations still are still there. And lastly is, you know, your expectations that you set towards yourself what do you want what are your goals and what do you think that you can achieve so i think that's what both of us you know will define as expectations so like we decided to like think of this topic not because of anything else other than the fact that you know we have spm and and COVID at the same time and that's the issue a world pandemic and uh the most important examples of our lives being at the same time it's not particularly good for expectations you know exactly and um, actually, in at the start of October, we started our you know we started our um, exams, and then COVID hit, and a few schools had to go back home, so we can't continue our trials, which is our trials towards our SPM. So we're stuck here in the middle of our trials. Half um, you finished six papers, right? I finished um, seven, seven, seven. Um, so I've only finished. Um, six there's three more that i have to do so the issue is now we're stuck with those three extra subjects and now we're getting back the other subjects that we've taken like we're getting back our percentages or grades so like expectations so far um are low not to say that i don't have any like zero help at all to like succeed but like getting like results on top results of the previous examinations is a serious uh it's seriously de- detrimental to like the mental state you're yeah. when you're facing your next exams. Like, let me run you through like what happened to me since the start of the year. So like, if you like, I'm not a good student, as in like I don't think I'm perfect. I'm not smart. Um, and honestly, I'm not. I'm didn't. I don't enjoy the subjects that I take for you know separate reasons. Maybe I'll touch on it in another sub in another episode. So at the start of the year, I had a new mindset. I was like, you know what? This year, I don't care if I like my subjects or not. I'm going to just do well. I'm going to do my best to study. That was me in January. But when COVID hit, and for three months, we were stuck at home, 
I had no motivation to study because I was questioning, am I actually going to get a job? Am I actually going, if, is, is this thing ever going to end? Are we ever going to actually take XPM? XPM. XPM, that is. So that was my issue. And that has led me to what I have become now, where I'm still unsure. And the fact that COVID was handled, like we, our curve was really flat until like middle. Really recently. Or like a week ago. Where, where we suddenly you skyrocketed to the four digits. Imagine us going from like basically ten no, and basically twenty, nothing. ten and twenty cases per day at max, and now our highest is like one thousand two hundred. I'm not trying to blame like my results on uh, the, a global pandemic or anything, but it's certainly a factor in contributing to why I feel like the world is ending. <laughs> it's it's so worrying and like. Honestly, right, I've gotten to the point where I don't really care about a lot of things anymore. Like, the fact that Kim Jong-un recently cried, I was just like, huh. If that was me at the start of the year, I would have been like, wow, he cried? Like, really? Jeez. No, nothing surprises us anymore. Like, nothing, nothing surprises us. If, like, I really hope this doesn't happen, because, unfortunately, I'm not a big fan of Donald Trump, to those who support Donald Trump out there. But if he wins, even though I won't like it, I wouldn't be surprised, even though I'm, you know, I'm voting for, if I could vote, I'm going for Joe Biden. Oh, I want this to Bernie, but he dropped out. In <laughs> <laughs> so that's the issue, right? The fact that, you know, honestly, there's so many things that's happened this year to the point where nothing can really surprise me or really can surprise a lot of us, to be exact. So, like, to touch more about this thing, right, especially with SBM, like, like undetermined to when we're actually going to take it because you have to understand we were initially supposed to take SPM really early our SPM was supposed to be in like November 20th no no early November early, no, or late October was for it? me it was late October it, yeah. it, it, it's, it's like starts then but then it got pushed to December. December when COVID first hit and then it got pushed to January and it would end in February and because COVID's happening and We're schools... Not entirely sure yeah, what's going to happen now. Schools are closing down. Students have to go home and they have to do online classes. And, you know, it's really unfair. The fact that I'm st- we are still at school. We still have the privilege to still go to school. And there are some of those who can't. And peop- not a lot of people can do well on online classes. And that's the issue. So then the metric on how you're going to, you know... Determine the worthiness of the results are unfair to try to... Like, although we're not smart, but we think that it's harder for those people comparative to us. We have the privilege of actually learning with teachers face-to-face. And that's something that, that yeah. I deeply cherish. Yeah, like, honestly, I'm loving my classes even more. Even, like, I'm starting to like the subjects that I don't like, so that's quite nice. Um, whether I'll do well in them or not, that's another issue. But, yeah, I think that also COVID affecting our trials not even our SPM yet but our trials is also shifting the expectations that we set on ourselves and it's also shifting Hmm. the expectations that not only people but like I said in my first definition the our family our parents okay to paint a picture this is imagine we're running like a 400 meter uh, track then the referee comes and picks up the the what's it called finishing line and then brings it forward uh, 20, yeah. 20 meters then brings it forward again then brings it forward again 
it's gonna make you feel really tired to like make keep that Go momentum on. yeah to reach the end because you feel like that it's basically pointless because what if this keeps going on forever maybe they remove the finishing line entirely yeah like as much as you want to say that um you know that's life there's no um finishing line because that's true the moment at which you attain happiness when you have life like sorry when you have life um during your life when you attain happiness it's very short because then you want to be striving to achieve something else you'll find another form of enlightenment for example even in a religious sense if you feel like you're one with god you're always going to push yourself to be more religious to be closer to god because once you realize you've peaked that's it basically means it's all going down from there so and you want to attain higher so um but here's the difference between that concept and this to those who saying that and to those who you know who are our seniors and to those who are older than us you haven't who, gone through something like this this is a completely new experience for spm students as far as i know maybe you guys can relate during maybe you are working and the fact that maybe wages and coming in your income isn't coming in or for those who are in university and you're still unsure when you're taking your exams but i'm pretty sure you guys are taking your exams online for those who can that's the issue but unfortunately this is called this is like this is for spm it's a standardized test across the country it affects students from all different states i mean you could always do something like what they did for igcse which is predicted marks but that's hardly fair that's hardly fair because some people really just tend to like push themselves towards the end like super hard i i i know what people might say consistency and all that that's that's great as well but sometimes people just need more time to understand certain things yeah they get better understanding then after that they can maintain that consistency but like still it's unfair for sure that's like that's more like fair for students in general but students from the lower bracket as i'm sure if i can understand explain better it's <laughs> <laughs> okay let me try um it's more of like how do i say it some people don't get it and it's not just lower bracket but it's more of people who still can't grasp the concept of what they're learning and maybe a week before spm only then do they click. actually get it like i'll give you an example which was like my upsr because remember i came back here when i was standard 4 so year 4 right and my upsr was in year 6 like i had never gotten an a for um so um because um upsr during our time because we are the last batch for um something called kbsm so kbsr kbsr and that is like the last of the old syllabus and there's only 5 a's and one of them is bm permahaman which is an objective for malay and i had never gotten an a before until the the actual exam and yeah that's pretty that's pretty cool but if we're going to put it in a concept of predicted marks a lot of people didn't think i was going to get an a for it a lot of people were surprised they were like wow he actually got an a for the subject that he actually can't do for the first time so the fact that people sometimes use predictive marks although it helps people push to um you know push them to uni quickly you know getting those college applications out there and all that 
But is it the most effective and is it the most fair system to use? I have friends who've been getting A stars, who got straight A's. I got a really nice friend who managed to, I think she um, secured a scholarship to go somewhere. But there are also some of my friends who didn't get any A's. And that's what worries me. The fact that it happens to both sides of the spectrum. Some teachers might raise your grades up because they think, you know, this, this person has the capability to push. M maybe they don't. And there's some teachers who will be like, this person might not have the ability to push themselves to, uh, to you know, to get better grades. So they don't give, they don't raise up their grades. They, they, they predict them to get a lower grade or, you know, to be st static. And that's the issue with, you know, predicted marks in a sense. So I don't think that's the best metric for it's us to use. a lot of added anxiety. As well, as well, as well. And honestly, what other kind of evaluations you want to do? Because... I think that's a, that also leads back to a, a larger issue about standardized testing, but we can talk about that in another episode. And besides, that is a whole other issue because questioning standardized tests is sort of my thing. <laughs> but unfortunately, that's the system we have to do, uh, yeah. we have to cope with now. So, what's scary is just that when will those standardized tests happen? So, moving on to the bigger issue or the bigger topic, which is, you know, the title, Expectations. Um, I'm not keen on people expecting things of me because I'm not a big fan of the fact where, you know, you judge someone and you tell them, you know what, I want you to get this. I expect of you to get this. And not just from my peers, but maybe from my parents as well. And that pressure that it can put on someone, not just me, but a lot of people, a lot of individuals out there, is something that's scary. And, you know, although, like, it's stereotypical, but some of us grow, are grown up in a household where their parents expect more from you, unfortunately. It's a great vision to have, but I, I think parents should also realize that they shouldn't need to put that much pressure on like a 12 year old. It's way too much, it's just, it's, it yeah. can mess you up for life, I think. Maybe, maybe, maybe our generation has gotten softer. Maybe, that's that's also one thing, but, may, but we also have a better re understanding of how. Yeah. I think that we've become more self-aware with what. Like how humans work, basically. How humans work. That's, you know. What gets our cogs turning. Yeah. So like, Hadi, what, what do you think about like expectations in general when it comes to let's just say SPM? Let's generalize it more towards SPM. You know, it's a looming presence, really. It's there. It's just always gonna be there. Like I can't do much about it other than prepare. Once it reaches, it reaches. There's, cause there's a lot of like expectations. Cause I am. I'm not sure about Irfan, but I am the first. I'm the eldest. In the, I'm the eldest child in the family, the firstborn. So there's a lot of pressure on me to do well. So my younger siblings can take a good example from me. Whereas maybe someone from uh, who is like the youngest, they don't need to worry about that pressure as much because then they have oh the successful firstborn who can take care of everything. Yeah, but you know, there are cases where, you know, let's just say 
Um, that doesn't happen. <laughs> no, like, let's just say your family, all of them are overachievers. And maybe you're the youngest kid. Yeah. And that, you have to live up to that's that. That's a different kind that's of... That's a different kind of expectation. Unfortunately, um, although I am the youngest kid, um, the expectations towards me from my parents, especially, my mother, especially, um, I love you, mum, is not... <laughs> it's not because that my family is a group um, of overachievers... But I think this is something I really appreciate about my mother, but it's also a bit of a burden. It's yes, uh, it's, it's, the, it's she, great to have yeah. expectations. It's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm just saying when we're yeah. just talking about the situations where yeah. expectations are just way too great, and then yeah. it gets to the point where you can't even be yourself. You have to change your entire personality to meet this deadline, meet this goal, meet yeah. these grades. Yep. Um, my mother, um, she judges me and she expects things, certain things, based on what she thinks I am capable of, which is something I respect a lot because not a lot of parents are like that. Because my mother used to be the type where she would expect so much to the point where I thought that I was like a robot who could do everything. But like I think over the years she's seen what I'm capable of and she's, she can see what's my strong suits, what's my weak point. Um, and like, you know, as parents mature, as they grow older, when they have kids, um, and how she expects things of me, she is very optimistic, where she thinks that I can do it. I, I, she's like, I know you can. You've done it before. You've proven me wrong. You've proven your dad wrong. You've proven everyone wrong. Everyone thought that you weren't going to succeed because you know, you're from another country. You lived there for like 10 years. You've only been here for seven. You know, prove them wrong. And I know you can do it. So my mom has that thing, but she also has the, you know, you know, the Asian mom thing where she's like, <laughs> you can do better. Um, you know, that's not up to my standard. Um, and the same goes <laughs> my father. My father is a bit different. My father is more of, he supports a lot. He supports my mother a lot. But my father, you know how dads are. Where happy they, wife, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> partly that. But it's more of how he talks with the kid as well. He, like, as much as the mother, like, you know, tells you these things, and she's very caring. The father's more analytical, in a sense, where he's like, all right. He's more realistic. He's more realistic. He's like, all right, this kid can't do this. This kid can do this. Either I be real with him or I be supportive. Um, my father is someone who's real and supportive, which is, I'm very thankful to have both. He comes up to me and be like, um, yeah, I think you've got an issue with chemistry. That's a great balance, I would think. Um, because that's, yeah. uh, while being realistic... And also having expectations, that's a great way to like achieve your goals yeah. either way. Because then you know your your strengths, your weaknesses, you'd be like, Okay, I'll sit you down. You are really bad at this. So I'm not gonna expect much from this. But I know you can do uh say for example you can do your maths and English really well. So I expect you to at least get that really good. True. So then you can in future, you can focus and build upon what you have for your chemistry that you're feeling so much at. Yeah. Um, my father always tells me this. He, there w there's not a single day that goes by without him telling me that when you want to do something, um, do it with, you know, full, like with full like, commitment. Don't do half-heartedly. If, if you do things half-heartedly, you'll never do them correctly. you never do them correctly. I don't think that I raised my kid to be like this and 
as much as I still do some things half-heartedly, unfortunately, <laughs> um, I you, do. Um, yeah, at least you realize it. So I you can I realize try and improve on yourself. <laughs> I I realize it, and I live by what my father tells me about that. I think um, um, like I'm very thankful that my dad is an alumnus from this the school I'm going to. Not because of the like, not because of anything else, but it's just because my dad. I get to wear my I I wear my dad's tie at school every day. Um, I, um, I'm supposed to wear another tie, which is a prefect tie, which I do not wear because I oh, want prefect. my. F- I want <laughs> stop it. Uh, I want like, I want to wear my father's tie, because my dad has taught me so many things. So and what he expects of me, and what my mother both expect of me, when I look at my tie, I'm like, all right, now I have to form my own expectation. So, coming from that. Uh, branch that bubble of family members and crafting and creating your own expectation like it's very it's a very intricate process of what do you actually expect of yourself Mm -hmm. what do you want are you doing it based on your parents are you doing it based on your own self are you doing it based on i don't know if you have a girlfriend is it on your girlfriend is it based on your grandparents so whatever motivates you you find what motivates you what drives you yeah you take that and drive that to like a hundred percent, yeah, to two thousand percent. If you so could. honestly, for like in SBN context, what's your expectation for yourself? If I'm being optimistic, um, hoping to get like like a three. Okay, I, I, if I'm being optimistic. I'm aiming to get around four A, a pluses. Wow, <laughs> I'm not aiming that high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, four A pluses, and then like the rest we like A solid to A minuses. But straight A's. Yeah, but based on my current performance, well, I'm not sure because trials are usually harder than the actual exams. It really depends on it the exam depends itself. On, yeah. Based on current trends. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm guessing at worst I'll do probably seven A's. Seven A's? Seven A's and then hmm. B plus. Um my mother tells me to aim high. Like aim, really high. She wants aim to be really high, A plus. Aim for the stars and you land on the moon <laughs> or something. So for those who don't know, um my school takes nine subjects. So she, my mother wants me to t- to get, you know, all of them A plus. And what mother wouldn't? What mother wouldn't? <laughs> and I agreed to that. I'm like, yeah. So I was having this conversation with her, and I asked her, Mum, is it bad to aim high? Or is it bad? Is it okay for me to aim low? And my mother told me, because this is something that my mother doesn't do to me usually. My mother's like, no, you should aim high, do your best. But this is like a moment where my mother like talked to me, and it's like, all right, I want you to aim high but don't put too much expectations on yourself to get that high. Put expectations on yourself to be capable of getting that great. But if you want to fall short, don't fall too short. Disappointment is a dangerous thing. You can be disappointed and that will drive you to do better. But, but if you get disappointed to the point of depression, yeah. sad. Yeah. That's that can lead to very harmful things such as uh, self-harm, suicide. Yeah. So tough. keep realistic goals, but always try to yeah. push yourself 
a little bit. So unfortunately, my mom's still t- still telling me to aim for nine eighty plus, <laughs> but she says that have the backup plans ready if you can't get that. Um, so for me, I target one, two, two, <laughs> maybe two A pluses, maybe more, maybe more. Hopefully more, maybe two, three or four. Um, the scholarship I want. They want five A pluses, but to be realistic, two, three, or four maybe. I hope I can get five at the like if I can. That'd be wonderful. And then the rest of them A solid, stay A minus. I really, really want the subjects that I'm really weak in to just get A's, because that's that's what's gonna get me scholarship. And that's another thing when it comes to SVM scholarships. Oh my god, really? Scholarships are. A complicated subject. It's such a hassle. Because, speaking of results, right, you're getting, okay, say you're getting 7As or 80s or 9As, right? You definitely need at least 5As for any kind of scholarship at all. So, of course, it's a scholarship is a great thing to have because we, as, as children, as children of our parents, we all want to lighten their load yep so we want to try and take care of them before change so the one of the first ways we can do that is of course like do well in school don't be bad uh whatever but one of the biggest ways you could do one of the first biggest ways you could help your parents is by getting a scholarship and furthering your studies somewhere that's very prestigious yeah and and maybe it doesn't have to be prestigious, but as long as you as know, long as you get the you know that load off of them, then yeah. that's that's fair. Because like okay, the school that I would love to go to, I won't tell you what, but it, the the one semester is one hundred k, and I was so scared when I found this. I I told my mother like, if I don't get a scholarship, can we afford this? And she was like, honestly, I'm willing because the thi- that that place has everything. It's like a, it's like it's like. It's like a boarding school. It has dorms, it has like catered food and all that. So like you're set. I wouldn't mind. But you have to put in the effort. And I was like, no, no, I can't do this to my parents. I have to get like a scholarship. So that's another part of expectations. Like what do we expect? We expect ourselves to get scholarships. And that's not, and um that's coming from us who are in boarding schools, uh, SBPs, that's like what everyone wishes to have but you have to understand like when we contend for a scholarship we're going to be dealing with kids from MRSM which is another type of school all these different types of prestigious schools like you get your KYSs you get yeah but here's one thing do not count out day schools of course never I, count them out They're, they are so smart there are so many people because they have way more opportunities to obtain resources to improve the, uh, themselves upon because they're not just confined into a space where you're supposed to focus on studying and studying only but I think it's also the resilience that these people have as well because yes. this, like I, I will touch on this in another episode but um, <laughs> our schools like the boarding schools that we go to are like crafted to you know engineer kids to do well in their academics and that's not necessarily the case for um, a lot these, of students these day schools right so the 
the fact that you can become really, really smart and really, really successful from these schools, it just shows the amount of effort and the amount of talent that you actually have. And that's something that I find scary because, you know, when we have these talks, especially with our alumni, they're like, you know, you have this boarding school to look out for, this boarding school. And I'll always ask them the same question. What about day schools? Because to they me, they are the most underestimate scary. Because they are the scariest. They could be. They could easily be like have the most experience out of any of the SPP students yeah. who are forced to stay in their hostels for months at a time. To be honest, I would tell you, if we could actually see the list of people like the person gets the highest like percentage and grade in SPM, like the number one student in Malaysia. I bet you not it's probably a kid from a day school. That's how much respect I have for these people. Because, you know, when like we'll talk we'll touch on it in another episode, but I'll just there there's a form of elitism with the schools that we go to and I'll, that's all I'll say. So we tend to forget how smart people that are not part of these institutions are. And yeah. Scholarships aren't getting easier. My dad found it quite easy to get scholarship during his time and it's only getting harder um i have friends who did not get scholarships and they scored really well for the spm and they were so bummed because they had an expectation to get a scholarship so that's also a personal expectation for both of us because we feel that we um we feel that we're burdening our parents in a sense yes i'm sure they they definitely love us but the burden, the weight of burden is still there. Oh, I'm gonna also say like, um, the easiest way to get money for like, um, I'm promoting, <laughs> um, which is like, put it in your savings, right? It's like, if you know, in Malaysia we have high raya, if you get money, keep it, don't even use it. Even if you get ampau, don't use the money, keep it in a trusted savings account. And also, and something that I found like, that literally gave me thousands of, you know, Malaysian ringgit, is enter competitions, specifically things like essay competitions or debates and all that. Open up your mind. Um, Public speaking competitions and all that. Because those are the easiest ways to get money and you can earn that money individually. Um, Compared to maybe a rugby tournament where, you know, it's a team. And even debating is a team, right? But like debating this like two to three people or to four people and you'll just split it usually. So imagine like try and enter like solo things as well. Like have those teamwork kind of extracurricular activities, but also have your own solo extracurricular activities. Because that's what's gonna garner you money. Like when I was eight when I was um, fifteen, I entered an essay competition and I got I, I lost to a friend of mine, Zoe Lin, from you know, DJ, if you if for those who know what SMK DJ is. Um, shout out to Zerlin. Um She got 5,000 in cash because she placed first and I got 3,000. So that's already 3,000 that could probably help me towards my scholarship. Not to mention some money I get from other tournaments, from other essay co- competitions, from other things that I've been invo- involved with. So um, I would say that that's going to definitely help you if you want to, like, if you. Well, uh, worst case scenario, you worst comes to worst, yourself. you have to pay for yourself. You have to self fund. Like my brother had to self fund for his um, for his uh, university, and I won't tell you how much and blah 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 blah. But it was a a large amount of money, 
And our parents from small have always taught us to never use the money that people give us. It's always put in our, uh, in our uh, bank account. It's always put in our savings. Because now it's used for college funds, for things like that. And yeah, that's really great. My brother actually um, recently graduated from Taylor's University with, um, with a diploma and, you know, with honours. So that's great. Fine colours and all. So I'm very proud of my brother. So, you know, anything can really happen, honestly. So I would say prepare yourself for that. But, yeah, I think that's how much of, ex how much of an expectation we have towards ourselves, what we think that we can achieve, what we think our capabilities are, and all that. Do you think so? A bit? I agree. Yeah. Lastly, is about the expectations that people, not our family, but, you know, third Other parties people. have towards us. Mm. Like, yeah. Because, like, generally, like, teachers especially are, like, expecting, like, oh, you're getting consistent straight A's, or of course you have to get, like, straight A's for your SPM or for your trials, whatever. But then again, you're going to place that pressure upon students who may not, may not even want to have that kind of pressure placed upon them. That's... Maybe they're doing so well because they don't feel that pressure upon them. They're just doing their thing. I have a friend during primary school who actually, for UPSR, like before they, all the exams, she got straight A's. Five A's, five A's, five A's, five A's. And on UPSR itself, she got four A's and a B. And I was so heartbroken for her. Imagine the most consistent person in school didn't, you know get it and like the rest of her friends did that's so it's heartbreaking it's heartbreaking honestly mm. and I think it's the expectations and it's the pressure that got to her because of people's saying like, well you, yeah. you don't have to worry about anything because you're going to get straight A's whatever. people saying this people saying that people expecting this people being demanding and this isn't like this hasn't come to all those um, you know Machi Bawangs and stuff, right? Who love to gossip, love to gossip. These people who love to gossip about you, and if you don't get it, oh, he didn't get it, she didn't get it. That's even worse. And they also have a form of expectations towards you, how you bring yourself, how people see you, how people see your grades. Some people can just say, all right, this guy. It hurts especially well. when they like expect you to do great, and like, and then they just are just like low-key disappointed in you like they try not to show their disappointment but like are so obviously disappointed that's like the most hurt i could feel from yeah. expectations you know like um like if it's our teachers i don't mind because they literally teach us mm. but when it comes to like these third, other third party people right who are you man to like impose and place that expectation onto us I'm not a fan. And we realize yeah. where we're at. We realize that we can place ourselves towards a goal that we can obtain in the future. So please get up, get off my business, get off my get off my back, get all the way off my back right now. And not just not just Hadi, everyone. If you have a kid, why don't you focus on your kid? And also, what I don't like about parenting these days. It's a lot of it's backstabbing, a lot of, you must be better than their kid. Why? 
why you, do you want to compare yourself and your kid to other people's kids, to other students? It doesn't make sense. You should, you know... You should always evaluate, push your child. Yeah, eva- evaluate your kid based on their capability. Don't push them to the point where they don't think they're ever going to be good enough for life. Because that will... And I mean that will... That will break them. Break them. That will break them. And just like putting maybe like having a benchmark for let's just say and Hadi's quite smart let's just say say my mother places Hadi as a benchmark but she doesn't outright tell me oh you have to be better than Hadi it's more of look at Hadi see what he's doing maybe he's doing something that's right something that you're not doing try to maybe imitate or replicate that maybe you would attain reach higher grades maybe get better if you were to maybe follow his ethic that makes sense that's good parenting don't just say oh if you can do it why can't you that's there's no constructive criticism at that point it's just criticism for the sake of criticism and yeah I get as a parent you have the right to be disappointed but you also really need to help your child get over being a disappointment because we get it us kids get it to those who feel that they are disappointments for the kids in the you know in top class they don't feel that <laughs> 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 I'm kidding they have their own they have their own issues also the parents I'm sure most kids realize that what they're doing is not uh, as good as they could be so I mean other than stating the obvious maybe say like I don't know Oh, what problems are you facing in class? Uh, is it are the teachers are the teachers moving too fast? Are the topics not covered well? I think the differences between our time and theirs is the fact that maybe their parents were more of an took more of an authoritarian approach. That's fair. But then again, the competition that they had during their time was very different. It was very minimal comparative to ours. Like it's competition has spiked. It has it's gone up really yeah. fast. It's yeah. faster than China's um, economy and how fast that grew. That that grew really fast. That took like what thirty years. Population density was a very important factor. To yeah, obtaining that scholarship. People are getting smarter. People are getting this. People are getting so that. like getting straight A plus could basically mean nothing if you have like all of them getting it. If everybody gets straight A plus, then what's like the point? Yeah, exactly. Be a maverick. <laughs> Be different. Be different. <laughs> uh, hey, but that 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 tactic by Logan Paul and how he, he rebranded Maverick clothing was actually pretty good. I read a, I actually read up on it. It was really interesting. Hmm. Like, right. yeah. So, like, we can't really judge. They can't really compare compare themselves to us. That's an issue that I think ha- is there, but a bigger issue, honestly, is you compare you judging other kids, expecting kids to do what this and what other kids have achieved. Yeah, because your kids are your kids. Your kids are not those other person's kids. That's what <laughs> that's what it boils down to, really. Yeah, it's just focus on your kid. If you want to see get, what yeah. they're capable of, help them achieve greater. Don't 
uh, don't you can push them. That's definitely a given. That your kids don't push them too hard. Yeah. So actually, um, there were two when 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 we were thinking about this, like, cause I I um I suggested this topic to Hadi, right? Um, I was thinking of two things, cause um apparently it's so like I'm not a gamer by any means, but the PS Five came out and I looked at Spider Man Miles Morales. Then that got me. That was like, oh yeah, I remember Into the Spider Verse. That was like a really good movie. And then the main, like one of the main things that is, is in the movie, the main themes, be is be yourself, ex- do yeah. what's best for you. And remember, he literally created a mural called Expectations. And that, I, I looked at, I looked that at perfectly yeah. exemplifies what I think what me and your friend both feel right now. Yeah, because yeah, the grandeur expectations of. Uh, moving to the UK for four years and getting a degree with high fly, high flying colors and whatnot. Yeah. Um. So when I looked at that, I was like, because if you remember in the movie, Miles is trying to get out of there. He's like, get me out of here. And the teacher is like, I want you to write an essay about what you expect from yourself. And then that got me thinking about actually what do we what expect do from ourselves? We expect from ourselves, and what do we want? And what do we want more out of life and all that? Because after I looked at that, then I was thinking of um, something else, and that was um, how how have I lived my life? Um, and then I realized that what I'm expecting of myself isn't just about what's going to happen during my primary, uh, my you know early education years but more of what do I expect myself for my entire life what rules do I set what will I do what will I not do what will I definitely not do and that's something that is also a bit hard because expectations change like I used to be decently religious and there was a point in my life where I wasn't there's a point like I have sworn off smoking, but there's a point where I may have actually gone up to pick up a cigarette. I haven't smoked. I've never smoked. But there has been points where I've been tempted. And that Life is very fluid. It's very fluid, and it shows how much willpower you have and what you actually expect from your capability, and that's what's going to push you and drive you through life in general. And that's what got me thinking about this topic. And I was thinking, honestly, what do I expect from myself forever if I believe in God? What do I expect from Him? Not, not from Him. What do I expect from myself for Him in the afterlife? If, th- that, if it exists. Right. So, honestly, expectations will always be there. Challenges will always be there. But it's really up to us to set them ourselves. We set our own expectations. And that's honestly what Mm. I thought of when I discussed this with Hadi. And Hadi was like, yeah, actually, this is a good topic. We should talk about it. All right. So, I mean, to wrap up. Wait, before we wrap up, right? That got me thinking of one more person who has a lot of expectations. Hassan Minhaj. No. <laughs> Dude, Patriot Act ended. I was so sad, man. Like, I, when I, when I, 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 know, I know it was so late because like, this is like 
the first episode we've done in like two months. Yeah. We've been so busy with exams. Like we're doing this, like you know, I was like, Hadi, we gotta do it's one. It's exhaust it's exhausting. And we were like, We've gotta do one. And we did, right. So like I didn't I forgot to like you know, say it but dude, it doesn't like Feature Eye was so good and you know, it ended and it kinda of sad. Apparently there was a few like, cause I read in the newspaper there was a bit of a, like, um, a bit. They're killing great emotional, <laughs> emotional impact here, Irfan. <laughs> you know, like there was a lot of issues with the show itself, right? But it was such a good show. Um, I want it back. Hasan Minhaj is here, like you know, you know, you can you know FaceTime. I I don't have an iPhone, but I can use Hadi's iPhone. Safe Patriot for Irfan, guys. Hashtag Safe Patriot for Irfan. Also, Abby and Walter, <laughs> please sponsor us. I ran out of Abby and Walter. <laughs> Oh god. Um closing yeah. thoughts. So to wrap up there is no greater uh no one can ex- no one should expect greater than you should expect of yourself. I think that's what we have to take and um this sounds really bad, but if you're if you really feel that your parents are um calling you out or like are putting too much pressure on you, then maybe Talk to them. Talk to them. Like, don't like. You, I'm gonna call it calling out, but it's not really calling out it's because it's more, more of formal, more polite. It's it's, it's it's not confrontation. It's more of discussion yes. with your parents. Maybe discuss about it. Maybe how you guys approach something, and um, you have to let them know, right? Because like, let's just say I did really badly for my exams, and my my mom's having it, and me like, oh, you know, you did so bad. Just tell them, yeah, I really know. I'm not doing well and I'm scared just as much as you are like you guys should be a team you guys should be one unit you're not on different sides you guys want the same thing you both want prosperity from your for your family when you know if and when and when you achieve greater heights right so yeah Please have like, cause this is an issue. I regret not being as, like, not maintaining good communications with my family, and I've made up for that this year. I'm really trying to talk with my parents about it, and it's worked. You know, they're really supportive, and I really love them. And you know, honestly, I would be really scared if I didn't decide to do that, because you know, that that's honestly what's pushing me. It's because my parents are helping me me mental-wise and all that. And yeah, being working as a unit helps. Yeah. Love your family, guys. (laughs) Love your family. Okay, so... Such an emotional... (laughs) Such an emotional episode today. Yeah, cut by Hassan Minhaj, bro. (laughs) No! I'm going to mention in the next one as well. Alright, whatever. We didn't have Milo either. Okay, so... um, wrap up right to wrap up as I said before don't have no one can have no one should have greater expectations of you than you have of yourself that's a lesson for all of us to live by okay so be yourself be greater and and always remember Wear your seatbelts. Wear your seatbelts. But be realistic, right? Don't touch the seatbelts.